Yo. Hi. Sam and pretty soon Bass. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. He referred to himself as the old man today. <sighs> What's up with that? I don't know. He's, he's too too young to be the old man, right? Uh, I don't I mean, uh, he, he looks like an old man. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, you think Bass looks older than he is? Do you? I mean, does that does that shock you that I thought that? <laughs> you don't think he looks like he's twenty six? No. You don't think no. Bass gets all the time like, oh, I thought you were twenty five. No. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, everyone everyone thinks they look younger than they do, but he certainly does not. <laughs> everyone thinks. I almost. Nine out of ten people you meet think they look like, oh, that's how old I am. They do that kind of shit. But they most love- people look their age. Most people probably look older than their age. Um, but he definitely does. And I don't mean that as an insult. I don't. He just doesn't look. He, I mean, he's, he's actually a few months younger than me, and you would never know that. <laughs> I actually do look younger than my age. I'm one of those people who really does look younger than my age. So do I. I, I, I that's obje- an objective fact. I, I don't love, care. I mean, it, yeah. I'm just saying I do because everyone's shocked when they hear my age. I love the people who say, uh, "How old do you think I am?" And then I try to lie. It's the worst. I try to lie and give a number that I think is too young, and I'm still off. Like they'll be like, "How old do you think I'm?" I'm like, oh, "I don't know, 45." And I really thought they looked 55, and they're like, "Oh, uh, yeah, 49." Yeah. Like, oh, or, I mean, or, I mean, I mean, they would say 40. It would, whatever. Like it would be, yeah. <laughs> it would be, it would be younger. It, me thinking it's younger, it's still off. Yeah, I usually don't even play those games. What do you say? Fuck off or something? <laughs> I just, I just, I just, I just walk away. I don't even engage anymore. <laughs> That's the you, thing I do. I just, if I don't like the topic, I just, just walk away. You have no. T- <laughs> have you done that recently? I do it all the time. G- give me an example. I just like if people are talking about things I don't care about, I just leave. Well, like what? Ha- like recently, when did this happen? I mean, I don't want to get into specifics, but if, if, if you don't have to say the people, you don't, don't say who they are. I don't like the discussion for my mental health. I'll just walk away from it because I just don't like to be around stupidity. I don't like to be around. Life's too short to sit there and listen to a bunch of nonsense you don't give a shit about. So, if someone got into a conversation you didn't like, you would, in the middle of the sure. conversation, just get up and leave. Yep. I would do that, and that's not a mean, that's not a mean thing. It's just it's an honest thing. <laughs> you don't even say anything. Nope, just walk away. They don't say like Sam, where are you going? Just get up. I, I don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> just get up and go. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Sometimes you got to do it. When's the next time you plan on doing things? I want to see it. I've never planned. It just happens. <laughs> so you'll be in the conversation and you just leave. Yep. <laughs> I know you'll sit there for an hour and talk about things that you cared 
you don't care about it at all. You'll ask questions. <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> you'll you'll make it worse. Like you'll continue. You'll make it. You'll make the conversation run longer. I start seeing you in action. <laughs> Let, that's because I'm trying to be nice. Well, I'm not. So. <laughs> See, I don't like to, to hurt people's feelings. You don't care, right? I don't care, no. <laughs> You'll like this one. I was at Pequod's the other day picking up a pizza. And when I walked in, there was a guy giving, he's standing outside giving the guy inside the finger. Why? And well, then I walked in and. So he was with a group of people. So this girl walks in that was with him, and she's complaining. She's like, why did you kick him out? And the guy said, well, he was over-served or whatever. Or, or he, I, I think they didn't even let them in because they were drunk. Okay. And the girl's like, one of the people in our group is a lawyer, and we will discuss this. Oh, and, by, and then the guy's like, okay, whatever. I don't, he didn't care. <clears throat> right. Number one, Pequod's is like one of the most popular pizza places in Chicago. Right. If they leave, it doesn't matter, right? So then it's like a family place too. It's not for like a bunch of like regular drunks. Yeah, and they, they were they look like complete assholes. And this girl thought you could tell that she always gets her way, and she brought that lie. Like, there's no way there was a lawyer in this I mean, group. If they made somebody assholes. leave because they like they didn't want like a minority person in there. That's a whole different story. If they made no. somebody who was unruly and looked like they weren't tested to leave, that's completely no. I think I think they I think they look drunk and they wouldn't let them into. That's drunk. Right. That's, that's, that's 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 what I that's yeah. If they were completely incapacitated, it's their discretion to make, to ask them to not come in. I mean, it's a privately run business. That's, you know, that's fair. So, but that, then the lady, she said a line that I thought was hilarious. She goes, so everything she, he was, she was saying he didn't care. Oh, we have a lawyer in the group. Oh, and we will, oh, we will discuss the next steps. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to sue, you're going to sue Pequod. Like, like, like a lawyer, I mean, like a lawyer's going to put the rep on the line. They're going to sue Pequod's because they were drunk. And <laughs> Like any reputable lawyer, only that like Jeffrey Loving would do that. Or be <laughs> that TV lawyer. The yeah, no, I know Jeffrey Loving personally. He's oh, on the radio. Hey, I, 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 I take that back. I mean, he's actually a good guy. No, it doesn't mean he's a good guy. I would never. Hear he, would never he would never do that. No, I take that back. <laughs> Wait, I said I wait, wait. I know him because he came into the radio station. It doesn't mean like oh, I, I support okay. him. Oh yeah, no, he's he's great at what he does. <laughs> <laughs> you need a lawyer. He's the guy. I'm Jeffrey Loving. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, but then so then the girl goes. Oh, and we will write about this on social media. Oh yeah. You think her social media account with like 95 people is going to affect people? You think she's going to sink a place that has like a three-hour wait on a Thursday night? The only people that would comment on her post about Pequods are guys that want to bang her or her friends. That's it. Everyone else, and, and all those people would still go to Pequods. Yeah, I don't even pay attention to social media. I don't. So I met Pequods, like- and they we had a lawyer with us, and they wouldn't let. Like, can you imagine how she would spin it for social media? Anyone who says that, it probably isn't a real lawyer because no real lawyer is going to sit there and like. They're going to have their friends announce that there's a lawyer with them. Like, like they're going to be <laughs> adjudicating cases everywhere they go. Like, that's not how lawyers operate. They're not there to, like, you know, defend the civil liberties of the, the, the fake civil liberties of their friends who are wrong. <laughs> that's not a lawyer. Oh, and, and one of the people in our group is a lawyer. Really? You should have seen these kids with her. 
I mean, they, they, none of them look like lawyers. Oh, yeah, there's no lawyers. There. <laughs> and that's the public defender. There's no real lawyers. <laughs> All right. I'll, I, I, could I put you on hold for one second? I think I have a special guest. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, base. Hey, boy. <laughs> Base, you missed out. We were talking about, I, I was at Pequod's, and a girl was outside. They wouldn't let her friends in because they were too drunk. And then she said that one of the people in her group was a lawyer. And then she said, oh, and we will write about this on social media. But Base, I could see you doing that. I could see you lying and saying that you're a lawyer. <laughs> and then and then saying, and I will write about this on social media. Well, well first of all, I would never not be allowed to come into a place because I was too drunk. But I could see you saying, I could see you threatening that you'll write about it on social media. Would you not do that? Mm. No, because that would be a cocky move to get busted from. That's like people that talk cop. I know the mayor. And then all of a sudden it's written like in a newspaper that they said that and try to get out of a ticket. Oh, by the way, I do know <laughs> You're right. People, you say it all the time. I, I know the mayor. Like every, can you imagine how many times cops have heard that? Oh, God, yes. Oh, or on the, uh, I'm friends with Mike Madigan. Or the alderman is, my, is a close buddy of mine. Yeah. See, what you have to do is you have to have the uh, cop's business card. You drop it with your license, and then they, they still sometimes let you out of tickets. <laughs> Which I used to do all the time. Like, I used to, I, I must have got pulled over, what, once, Sam, what was it, like once every three weeks back in the day? Probably. Just for, I, I mean, and I never get pulled over now. I mean, what was I doing? I guess. I don't know. I think I was just, like, not paying attention. And that's before everyone had phones really, like, prevalent. Yeah, I usually pull over a lot, too. I just chuck it up to racial discrimination. You got pulled over when, Sam? <laughs> All the time when I was a teenager. Oh. <laughs> well, I think, I think whenever, every teenager gets pulled over a lot. Yeah, that is true. Do you get pulled over, Base? Um, I was there for a little while. And what happened? Did you, uh... Did you cause a scene? No. Did they like throw you on the, on the hood of the car. <laughs> no, I'm the white guy. They don't do that to me. <laughs> Sam and I were going to a, a, a Jimmy Page and Robert Plant concert. And we were like, I don't know. Sam must have been 18. I was 17. Or Sam. Was no, 17. I think we were younger than that. I think we were 15 or 16. Because you remember, you whatever, remember, whatever curfew yeah. was curfew for 15 yeah. or 16. 15. Okay, so we were 16 and 15. And our friend, whose dad is a cop, was driving at least 90 miles an hour, smashing into, like, garbage cans and, like, playing Youth Gone Wild and, like, going, woohoo like, down the street. And the cop's like, pull the foot. Like, the cop jumped out like he was going to kill us, right? He was about to probably arrest everyone. And then my, my, my friend just yells out, my dad's a cop! So the guy's like, save the bullshit story for your dad, stroke. I remember he called him a stroke or something. Whatever. So then he goes back to the cop car. His dad was actually higher up in the uh, police force. So whatever, however they decide that all cops, kids, they, they get to do anything they want, which is the way it works. Almost 100% that's how it works. If you're a cop's kid, you could do anything because you just show the proper identification and, and most police officers let you go. So it's called, it's called professional courtesy. Yeah. <laughs> so this cop comes back and uh, he goes, all right, I'm going to let you go asshole for the speeding, but you, I'm, I'm going to write you up for curfew. 
And Sam was going nuts, I remember. So when Abe said he was ready to Abe up for Kirk because Abe was underage, he was just trying to get a ticket to, to Somebody. Satisfy, satisfy his rage. So, like, I had to pay. What I had you to, do, Sam? Sam was I, I just. I, I remember being mad. I don't. He was just saying it was bullshit that they would write me up for curfew. And, I mean, he wasn't saying to the cop that, well, you're not going to rip the guy who's going 90 miles an hour. I mean, it, was just, it was just ridiculous. I mean, he was going like 90 miles an hour down an alley. And, like, I believe he was hitting garbage cans. God. Whatever happened that night, he should have been arrested or given tickets or whatever. <laughs> Something should have happened to him. But instead. I went, they- out, with, I went, I went out with a buddy who. Uh- was in the army. He was like a sergeant in the army, and we got pretty drunk. And he only had to drive me a couple of blocks, but he got pulled over by a cop. And the cop told him to step out because the whole field sobriety thing. Asked him for his ID, and the cop started screaming at him. And he goes, "But thank you for serving our country. Drive home safely." And then drove off. Wow. And I was like, um, "Did you give me a ride home, then, officer?" Because. <laughs> <laughs> that's Thursday for me to be here. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm just walking home from here, bud. Yeah, I remember I was driving in a car with with my friend. He had the door open. He was puking while he was driving. Remember that, Sam? You know what I'm talking about, right? No, I, I really I don't know the no, guy. Know. The guy. The guy who was friends with that guy who I said, have an idea who I, I have an idea who it probably is. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now. The guy who was friends with the guy who said, "You know what else I like? Hats." Oh, okay. That guy. The guy who interested me to that guy. <laughs> that was, that was my sorry. I'm sorry, everyone listening. That's a complete inside thing that I'll never be able to explain, but just so <laughs> Sam knows what I'm talking about. So he was driving downtown with the door open. He was puking out of the car. Swear, and I, I actually, I said, oh, here, just drop me off for here. I actually have to stop here. And I was in some neighborhood I never knew. And this is before Uber or anything. I had him drop me off in like the worst neighborhood ever because I didn't want to die that day. He had the door open and was puking while driving. I don't like that moment in uh, a Bronx tale where he's like, yo, get me out of this car. Get me out of this car. Yeah. But you get... You... Or Molotov cocktails come flying through. <laughs> but you get into situations like that a lot when you're young because there's always there's always a drunk driver that you're out with. Yep. Like every... No, not, it depends on the person. It's, but I mean, you know, when you... But, good friends are probably... Good. But Sam, when you were young, I'm sure those guys you hung out with a lot of them. You'd yeah, be... we had a lot of well, a lot of them you hung out with. Too, that's know? what I'm saying. I'm saying that, that, that's that's yeah. why I know. I'm saying I'd be in a car yeah. with someone who was completely drunk, and they'd be yeah. drunk, and no one cared as long as they didn't have to drive. It was so dumb. That's why Uber and Lyft are so great. Like if, if I if like base when your son grows up, you should just tell him, "Hey, I don't want you getting a ride home. I want you to take an Uber home." Oh, yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep money in your account. Yeah. I mean it makes sense. Like why why get in a car with some unless you're like hanging out with some kid who doesn't drink. But you know if you're hanging out with like Burns and Ducky and all them, they're all gonna be drinking. Chances of them going to a party and being with somebody who's not gonna drink at that age is pretty slim. I heard kids are drinking like a little bit less these days. They're smoking more weed. Yeah. Sam, <laughs> when when you when you smell weed, do you ever have do you ever like, do we feel like saying Looks like someone's token some reefer. Because <laughs> that's every time yeah. I smell weed, that's all I think. Because in Days and Confused, that's a uh, line from that movie. But anytime I smell weed, that's all I think about. Looks like someone's <laughs> token some reefer. I'm and the then one. Do you imagine the guy like taking a 
like, what you guys for saying that? Oh, yeah. I'm the one smoking marijuana, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, oh, I was making an observation. Why are you making an observation while I punch your teeth down your throat, Newton? <laughs> I'm watching you, Newton. That's a great movie. What are you, Isaac fucking Newton? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 I was just making an observation. Why are you making an observation? <laughs> I punch your teeth down your throat. <laughs> then he takes his shirt off. Yeah. Here for two reasons, man. Kick ass and drink beer. <laughs> Looks like I'm almost out of beer. <laughs> what an asshole. Uh, you know, it's, it's horrible what kids have to deal with. I mean, you're in fear because there's a guy like that that messes with a lot of kids. And everyone has to, like, tiptoe around these assholes. Like, wouldn't it be nice to have someone like Brock Lesnar that you could just send in anytime there's problems just to beat the well, shit Brock up? Brock Lesnar's probably the guy causing the problem. So. I was going to say, I don't, see him, I don't see him being the guy who's not. Exactly. I don't see him, like, defending the nerds. Well, I remember, okay, so our, we, we have a younger brother, and I, I just got a, a message from one of his friends. Remember that kid Brian that lived on our block, some of his friends with him? Yeah. Brian M. Yeah. All right, so he sent me a message, and he's like, hey, Abe, I remember that time those kids were messing with your brother and I, and you ran up on them like Debo from Friday and started screaming. Really? Just recently? No, no, no. This happened when they were like eight years old. Yeah, no, I know, but oh, he, sorry, yeah. you're not being very clear. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, so you just got the message? Yeah, he messaged me like two days ago. Okay, okay. That's and he's was, like, oh, I was just oh, thinking about that. I was thinking about that time that you ran up on those kids. That There were like a bunch of kids like beating us up or whatever. And oh, that's he, very cool. And, and and I forgot I even did that. But but it, it is funny that you wonder if that even works, right? Like, are they really well, I, afraid? I had an impact on young Brian, so that's Yeah, if he remembers it, like, whatever, 25 yeah. years, whatever years later. That's great. But it would be nice to send in a real badass like Brock Lesnar that could just, like, to beat up that guy, the guy, the guy you smoking, the, the came to kick ass and drink beer guy. Yeah. Like, I, would, I mean, that would, I mean, see, the only problem is that then they might kill you, right? Like, if they're gangbangers or something, that, the next step is a gun. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's the thing I'm always worried about. It's like, you'll get the laugh right now, but then you end up getting killed. So how do you handle well, it? The great thing for us is we're adults, so we don't have to deal with that. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it sucks when you're a kid, because a lot of people, and, and there's a lot of adults who have to deal with weird stuff, too, I'm sure. Well, there's, I mean, there's always the bullies. If you're an adult and you're hanging out in force preserves with the guy who beats you up for making a joke about smoking reefer, you're like not hanging out with adults. All newsflash: your friends are all kids. <laughs> newsflash: you're probably a perv with some kind of molester or something. You've been hanging out with the kids in force preserves since 1998. You didn't realize that. They obviously someone smoked some reefer. Yeah. <laughs> I got my eyes on you, Newton. Like, like, once you're in your thirties, you're, you're when you're going out with friends, it shouldn't be going out into the hostile situations where yeah. things can happen. You shouldn't go out to like just relax and have a good time. Who was that kid that always said, "I feel like fighting tonight"? <laughs> I, there was multiples. I don't know. I remember that. Though, like, um, I remember you and I had this discussion before. I, I remember him specifically saying, "I I, I feel like getting into a fight tonight." <laughs> Who was this? I, I was it like one of my. Are you trying to get to see if one of my friends, or was it like? No, no, I can't remember. I think it's someone okay. I knew. No, but there, okay. there are people that are like genetically like and do something, do something like that. Like they go out, and they like, start fighting, 
Oh, I yeah. Out of my makeup. But there's something chemically I, I, wrong I, with I, that. I, I have to fight. What's the plan tonight? Fists and pussy. <laughs> One after another. Then maybe another fist. If I got to kick two people's asses, I'll do it. What, and I, what? What's the benefit of that? Like the whole always punching someone in the face when they're getting into a cab. Like those guys, they always have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> if, most likely, if you punch someone in the face while they're in a cab, you probably have some issues. Yeah, because I don't. I don't remember. I've seen it happen at least a hundred times, and I've never done it myself. Just some guy so in the middle of the street. Somebody punch. Somebody walks up to somebody, punch, somebody, them to somebody and kind of punch them in the face. It's always like they're fighting, and then someone's trying to get into a cab, and then the other guy punches them in the face. <laughs> and it's like they're trying to escape. Wouldn't it suck to be a cab driver having to deal with that? You have a guy getting punched in the face while while you're trying to take off in the cab. <laughs> I mean, what's what's the moral thing to do there? Are you, should you say just get out of my cab? I don't want any trouble. Or is it like if you let them out, they're probably going to get killed anyway? I think you're just like, uh, so where do you want to go? <laughs> I got kicked out of a cab once with uh, another one of our classy friends from back in the day. <laughs> um, it was like, maybe I was twenty twenty one. I wasn't very familiar with like the area of around like 30th Michigan. Um, but my friend, our friend was, uh, was insulting the cab driver, like relentlessly. The cab driver was like, get out. They just all get out of the car. <laughs> we were standing there at like two in the morning on the corner. What was he saying to the cab driver? Just like uh, a lot of like nasty things, uh, race, racist, uh, Commentary and do I know this person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you know who it is, and I would just leave it at base. But you could probably guess who it is, and you probably know exactly. You probably know exactly who it is. I I love, I love our, I love our descriptions. People listening are so confused because I'm like, "Hey, Sam, you know who it is, right? The guy who had the friend who said, and that's and that's not that's not great podcasting. But I'm (laughs) just no other way without naming these people. Um. Well, because in my in my brain, I'm just thinking about some friend, and then you start describing it, and then all of a sudden the light bulb yeah. off my head. Oh, you know, oh, you know. Oh, wait, I think I was at that guy's wedding. I know what you're talking. I about. mean, it, it was it was just really obnoxious to <laughs> this person. Uh, you know, everyone was yelling at him when we got out, but luckily another cab came. <laughs> but I think that night we were fighting all the way back, and then I think I think I got in a fight with that person that night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my oh, mom's. No, I, yeah, I was there when you yeah, you punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah. The famous Sam punch, the rabbit punch, yeah. rabbit punch. Back up. Actually, actually, it's a kangaroo punch, and that that's a perfect transition. You guys remember that kangaroo, right? That big ripped kangaroo, the asshole yeah. kangaroo, yeah, the huge kangaroo, a lot. the one with the biceps. Yeah, you know he about? died, right? Yeah, Roger, he died. Lot, yeah. He was only twelve Sorry years old. That. <laughs> no, but we were talking about Roger the Kangaroo for a long time, saying how much of an asshole he was. And I was like, a fighter. No, old age. They said they said um kangaroos hey, are not. He lived to twelve. He lived to twelve. They said that's about how long they live. Oh wow! Okay. The ones that are in captivity, not the ones out in the wild. Was he, was he still working out? Or did he let himself go? <laughs> he he actually he he did let himself go because he's old now. Yeah. They said now the leader of that pride or whatever is his son. 
Right. And Roger had like six or seven wives, they said. Good for him. So he would just, all he would do was beat everyone up and bang everyone. <laughs> kind of like men that we know. Like scumbags, the ones we're talking about. In fact, Roger is exactly like the kind of guys that would punch someone in a cab. Yeah. Roger the kangaroo. Roger. But his uh, the guy who ran the sanctuary, the uh, kangaroo sanctuary, he was really sad. He's like, Roger's a beautiful boy. He's such a beautiful boy. He, he had, And they, they, show, they showed videos of him and Roger. All Roger would do is try to like punch him in the face. <laughs> There's a video of him just, like, trying to be nice to Roger, and then he's, like, hiding behind a tree while Roger keeps trying to kick him and punch him in the face. That's funny. While Roger's walking around with a loose penis. Well, you know, you know Roger had a loose penis. He had six wives. <laughs> I wonder, I was thinking about this the other day, too. Like, if you're an animal, why would you not want to be, like, like isn't the best thing ever to be, a, I was watching a video of these monkeys eating. They had this big box of oranges. And they would each grab one or two and then run away. And there was this one that was super fat. He grabbed two and just sat right in front of the box. And he just and then and then he went back in for more. Like, wouldn't you, what? There's no vanity with monkeys, right? Nope, I don't think so. And, and I feel like isn't it like sumo wrestlers where probably the fat ones are like more attractive to the women or the yeah, females? It's a great question. I'm not sure. Because if I if I were any kind of animal, I would just be a slob. There's, there's no reason not to. I mean, you, as opposed to what we're doing right now. <laughs> no, but a real slob. Like, like picture one of those guys with the... Who, what an insightful animal you know. Play, picture one of those guys... Make it short about your demeanor. Make <laughs> while you host a website called Slob Blog. No, but base. I'm not... If you look at me, I'm not one of those guys who lays in the king-size bed with only and wears a sheet. Like when I'm talking, I, about, I'm talking about your outfit's a sheet. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> the, the the ones where where all you you, you never like where they weigh you in the bed, those kind of people. Well, Abe, I'm not exactly visiting health clinics these days. You have a base. You can at least walk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure a monkey who can't walk is not picked up. Base. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the people who have to sit in a in, in, in a in a basically a garbage can full of water as opposed to wiping. Those are the people I'm talking about. Okay. I'm saying like why if you're an, if you're an animal and of course if you're a deer you need to be you need to be fast right because you have to get away from all the predators. But if you're someone like a monkey at a zoo, that's all I would do is be a slob. There's no benefit to not. I mean, do you do you really care that much about swinging? I'm sure it would it would affect your swinging. But is well, it that I important? Mon- I don't think monkeys have logical re- reasoning for anything. Eh? They just instinctively do things. Well, that fat one didn't there's, care. There's no, there's no there's no monkey that goes. Hmm, I should get fatter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying it's a good idea. I mean, th- that one obviously thought about it because he was just laying next to the box. Everyone else grabbed some and ran. He sat next to the box and just kept eating. And he was fat, like huge. I've got a smart monkey. You're like, wait a minute, I can just sit here and keep taking. Sure. Yeah, you're right. Maybe his intelligence has gotten him fat. He figured out that, way. hey, if I just keep keep just eating from the box, I could just keep eating, as opposed to these idiots who run away, hide in a corner. With the one orange, I can sit here and just keep going. True gentlemen, those fat monkeys. 
I saw uh, Greta Van Fleet this week. The, uh, the oh, how was that? Where did they play at? They played at the Aragon. Three sold-out shows at the wow. Aragon. And this is something, oh. I can't remember the last time I saw this, all the girls were throwing their bras at them. Really? <laughs> Sam, when was the last time, do you ever remember seeing that besides like, um, maybe like when we saw, I don't know, I can't even think of anyone. That makes me like them a little bit less. Cause I well, it's not their fault. Like, it wasn't their fault. Just these girls throwing yeah, I guess that. But That's like, so I know, I, I know that was, I know that was like still a thing. I thought that it, was, it's not. That's what I'm saying. It was I, shocking. I thought that was like a Beatles thing. It, it, that's what I'm saying, base. It was so weird. Maybe you never, because I was like sitting on the side of the stage, so I could see the everything. whole the whole show. Wow! So they were like taking them all off. I, I I didn't see that, really but I I just I would just see them getting thrown on stage. Wow! And there had to have been at least like fifteen to twenty bras. Huh? What makes a girl like a song that much where she has to remove an undergarment and throw it at the person in front of them who's playing music? Well, I think she's just saying like you know. I'm like, can you imagine me? Can you imagine like I seeing like a like a female performer and me throwing like taking off my underwear and throwing it at her? <laughs> You'd get arrested. <laughs> Bass throws those Grinch boxers at her. <laughs> those Grinch you Christmas boxers with like, a, with like a hole in it. You can keep those. <laughs> and it would be even weirder oh. if you threw a male thong at her. Like, why are you wearing that? Well, that, that is a double standard, though, right? Uh, uh, no, it's not. It's, no, it's really not. It's really. I don't. No, it's not. It's not. Okay, what if I? What if I throw it? Yeah, no, it isn't. It isn't. <laughs> underwear? No, it's male underwear. No, it's not a double standard. But if girls, threw, really if girls threw theirs, no one would care. Uh, I'm gonna, you know what? They, they, I think they would care if that started happening. I really do. I don't think hey, so. What if, what if I do one of those girder things that like help you suck in your gut? <laughs> Sam, you can't see like back in the day, David Lee Roth. If a girl threw a thong on stage and putting it on his yeah, head, hey, David Lee Roth. That was in 1979 <laughs> when he was relevant. I mean, that was a different era. I think today, if that was happening, people would care. But I'm not gonna. What are you, Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> Les Moonves? Base, you should you should go to like a Christina Aguilera concert and do that. And throw, and throw like my socks at her. Yeah, yeah. you really should. Socks. <laughs> <laughs> what you should do is go to the same venue at the Aragon, and the next time a bigger female performer plays, you could say, "Hey, I was—I have proof here that you guys didn't care when they threw it at Greta Van Fleet." Or just throw it at Greta Van Fleet. They may have just had them like in their bag or something. It's like maybe a thing. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah, that's I'm, a lot of them. But I was so shocked. I mean, I—I I think the only time I've ever seen that was like at a, maybe a Kiss concert or Motley Crue or something. Like back in the day, I think I, I think I remember them doing that for Ravishing Rick Rude when I went to like a wrestling event. Didn't Sam? Didn't DX have girls throwing their bras? Probably. I, not- I I know they would like take off their shirts. I remember that. Yeah, because they had like the boob cam or whatever. That was a great, <laughs> a great time in wrestling history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so funny that the guy who was holding the camera would be like, "Show us your boobs." He's now running the WWE. I know. Married to the owner's daughter. Do you remember Triple H would be like, he'd be like, no, 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 take it all off. God. (laughs) 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 Have you, have you guys run into, oh no, base, you, you have a parking lot at your apartment, but like, 
I guess you haven't either, Sam. Dibs with the uh, where they hold out the spot. No, I mean I, 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 I don't have I was gonna say I definitely when I lived in the city I used to deal with that. But I mean, it snowed once here this year, and there was I actually put it on Instagram. Some asshole he had a, a chair blocking his spot when there wasn't even an ounce of snow. It was like forty three degrees out. Shouldn't shouldn't you be able to? I, it, whenever I see that, I call three one one. I'm like, hey, you might want to remove some of these chairs. They never come, of course. No, they never do. But I actually, you know what I did? I actually moved the chair. I and I'm sure someone else took that spot and they probably keyed that person's car. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do. I remember. I remember I took someone's spot once and they wrote asshole on my car, like in the with the dirt. But oh, oh, but well, that was spray paint, so that's okay though. No. <laughs> Spray paint, <laughs> like in Curb Your Enthusiasm, bald asshole. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't give them candy. Uh. <laughs> like, the one girl looked like Elvira. <laughs> no, but like I love when people take advantage of situations, and and that that's a slob, right? Anyone who will take advantage of something, like if they if they know that you could get more, they always do that. I, I hate the, the whole thing of dibs. I dug myself out of that spot. Yeah, because you want to leave the spot. Base, I don't. I don't mind. Base, I don't mind it if it's like a, a, a snow, a crazy snowstorm, right? Like, eight, I, dude, then don't then don't leave your car. No, no, but right. but but, here, but wait, hang on. If it's like eighteen, then don't move your car. No, I know, but if it's like eighteen inches of snow, right? And you spend yeah, it's really it. not your spot, though. You don't own those. Spots. No, I understand. But hang on, hang on. I'm I'm, I'm I'm just giving them just the benefit of the doubt in this one case. If it's like 18 inches of snow, you spend two hours digging out a spot, you're going to work, okay, fine, you could have that spot for one more day. But they keep it, they keep their spot for weeks. Right. Oh, yeah. So, and, and the worst is when there's only like, you know, a flurry, like a half inch of uh, a dusting of snow and the chairs come out. I remember that. And not to mention, when you dig out a spot, almost always every other spot has been dug out. So you no longer... I, yeah, I hate those people. I wish nothing but hell for them. And how, <laughs> and how do they decide, like, they put an elliptical machine out holding the spot? Like, yeah. how do they decide what a, a, a phone, like an old school phone? Oh, oh, like one of those Ron Popeil jerky makers. The rotisserie? <laughs> yeah. And how about a little, how about a little mint, what was the stuff he put on, on the lamp? Mint, mint jelly? There's another insider comment, but mint jelly. The other one, though, you're, you're going to have to do a whole other podcast explaining all these bizarre references you make. We'll, we'll, we'll have no, a key. We'll have a, Everybody understands Ron Popeil's weird. Yeah, but yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have a key for this one or a glossary that'll explain yeah, everything. Yeah, definitely need one. <laughs> hey, Sam, you know the guy I'm talking about, right? The guy who said, you know what else I like? Hats. Yeah. That has to be so confusing to anyone listening. I know. And, and why? And why is your reference point that comment? It's a it's an odd reference. It shows you how weird you and I are. That that's that's the reference point. Yeah. Well, I know I'm weird. No you know that. the guy based on a, you know the guy I'm talking about based on another guy saying you know what else I like hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same I'm guy. Insane, the same guy. Is, that guy. is he dead yet? Or is he? He has to be. Yeah, you know what I do for a living? Siphon gas. God. If your job was siphoning gas on a car, you're definitely dead. And then I remember he was, we were, 
the, the guy, okay, so that guy, the guy who likes hats, okay? The other guy was driving on another night, which I got back in the car with that guy after he was puking with the door open. Like an idiot. <laughs> and then I remember he was he was doing coke off the dashboard. He's like, you want, you want, he's like, you partake? You want, if you want to partake? I'm like, no, no, I'm good. He's like, all right, you mind if I do it? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. He's like, yeah, I ask you because I respect you. That's why I ask. I respect you. So you do the line? And then he did like, like three huge lines of coke. <laughs> what if you would have said no? I asked because I respect you. What if you would have said no? I do. Yeah. Oh no, no! If, if you don't mind, just wait till I get out of the car. <laughs> I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> has anyone has anyone ever said that? <laughs> ever? No, no, no! Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't drive and do something. Hold on, he, he wasn't. He wasn't driving. He was in the passenger seat. Uh, or was please he? Please don't drive and do something while the passenger is. Driving with the with the driver's door, driving with the door open and puking up. You know why I ask? I respect you. Yeah. Well, that's you, that's him, like, you night out. It sounds like that. Like just like would a you, Would you rather be in a car where a guy is doing piles of cocaine off the dashboard, or would you rather be in the car with a guy who has the door open throwing up? <laughs> probably the guy, the guy doing coke. Yeah, probably. That He'll probably be more coke. alert, right? If he's doing coke. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he comes off saying he respects you. No, nothing like hats. No one listening even has to know. Just know that this guy is just a weirdo who siphoned gas for a living. He 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 told me he had a collection of hats, and he would do tons of cocaine while you were driving with him. Where, where did you guys go that night? Like, just some bar, I think downtown. Oh, okay. That must have been an experience. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was a great night. Yeah. No, not that like half. <laughs> well, nice you're just like dying to get home. Like the whole night, you're just like, God, this is terrible. I'm going to die. Oh, I'm yeah. going to die tonight. Oh, I've been in cars with drunks. I just want to live tonight. That's all I want. Oh, you're so afraid. But you, but but you're you're so happy you didn't have to pay for a cab ride home. Yeah. That's the messed up part. Yeah, I guess back then, when, you know, when you're... 18, 19, and you only have like 40 hours to your name. Like, yeah. You have to make those choices. And it was like, you would you know, always... You gotta drive with the guy doing lines of coke off the dash. But that's the thing, it's like, it's like you'd always have one guy, it's not like the guy was a designated driver. He was a driver that was also partaking in everything else. Yeah. So like, you you would be at the bar, and the guy would all, and everyone's getting drunk, he would be too, but just so happens he'd be driving. And then everyone would be like, hey, are you sure you're cool to drive? And then he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good." Yeah, and I, I love that. Every, I love that everybody took his word for it. Yeah, and no yeah. one cared well, if he got if he got pulled over. Right? And then you'd find out they got pulled over and they got DUI, and then you're like, "Oh, that sucks." Uh, so what are we doing this weekend? <laughs> like no one cared. That, that's why I think because if you live on the south side of Chicago, there's no cab. There were no cabs anywhere. So I, I really think that Uber and Lyft have revolutionized for young people to be able to do whatever they want and not have to drive drunk. I think they said DUIs are way down because of that. Yeah. Because think about I mean, even cabs downtown. I mean, it was hard yeah. to get a cab downtown. Now you always have a ride anywhere, pretty much, for the most I part. I was driving Uber or Lyft, so I would only drive in like nice neighborhoods. I wouldn't be around 4 in the morning in the neighborhoods without cabs, without trains. Like, I would... 
you know, all you're doing is picking up people who make you be your car. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, but I think I'm sure you end up in those neighborhoods because you pick someone up in this neighborhood and they're going to a bad neighborhood. Well, that's true, yeah. But then I'm sure you... I guess the point is I could never I could never drive Uber or Lyft. I could never... I just couldn't deal with that. Well, imagine someone puking in your car, and then what? I'd, I'd, just, I'd rather be homeless than drive Uber or Lyft, I think. <laughs> that's a bit extreme. It's actually true, though. I mean, I just couldn't do that. What would you do as a homeless man to, to make ends meet? I wouldn't. I mean, if you're homeless, you're not making ends meet. You're laying in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm making ends meet as a homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> how would you make homeless ends meet? Homeless because you couldn't make ends meet. That is, that is a good own. point. Like, how would you make ends meet? <laughs> well, you don't because you're homeless. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. That's, that's what happened. Now you're homeless. If you're homeless, though, could you just live? At, so you're at the shelter. I think they kick you out. I don't think they. I think they kick you out at six a.m. How do you know? <laughs> I've, ta- I've, ta- I've talked to homeless guys before. Okay. So I'm- that goes back to my earlier point about you asking all these questions you really don't care about. No, I, did, I do care. Sure. You're but not you curious about how the homeless, how, how it works when you're homeless? No. <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure that they, they all get kicked out of the shelter at 6 a.m. So they have to fend for themselves for like from like 6 a.m. to like 7 or 8 at night or something like that. Or till like six PM, whatever it is. That's why you'll always see a million homeless guys if if you drive past one of those shelters at like seven in the morning. They're all just like laying laid out like on the sh- on the sidewalk next to it. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. I mean, the homeless they're great, and I have no problem with them. <laughs> <laughs> I love the homeless. They're great. I, I have no problem with them. I probably like homeless more than most. you know. Most most homeless guys though are mentally ill. Yeah, no, most are. So, or, or, or the or, or heroin addict, which is sad. Yeah, yeah. But either I way, really, uh, I have a lot of respect for the homeless. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what do you respect that they they just said f off to everyone? I kind of, I, I kind of do respect it. It's a kind of it's kind of punk rock, I think. <laughs> There's something fun about it. You'd probably. I wonder what kind of homeless guy you'd be. Probably an asshole. I would just die. I couldn't live on the street. But you just said you'd rather do that than drive Uber. Like I said, rather die than drive Uber or Lyft. <laughs> it's formal logic. I guess I'd just rather die. So, so would you rather be Lyft, die, or, or homeless? Put them in order. Die is ahead uh, of both of them. Die, homeless, Lyft. Wow. <laughs> I just couldn't live that way. Chance the rapper drives Lyft. No, he doesn't. That's all. That's a marketing thing. So I care, I care, I care. I drive an hour of lift once a year. And then film it. Yeah. That's one thing I hate are the people who always, it's like anytime they do anything good, even, and The Rock does a lot of great things, but anytime he does anything great, it's always on camera. Come on yeah. over, come on over here, Uso. Uso, come here, brother. Yeah. All right, so, uh, and then he goes into whatever the great thing he's doing. And then... That's to be a cynic, but I like to see if, what Chance and The Rock are doing when the cameras are turned off. You know, when Lyft isn't, like, sponsoring the, the good deed. <laughs> want to see what they're doing then, if they're still helping out. People or, on the or, or driving while throwing up out of the side of their cars. Right. You got, you got I know to... The Rock isn't doing that. I know The Rock isn't doing that. I don't think The Rock drinks. Hey, if I don't take care of my brothers, who will? The Rock doesn't drink. No, The Rock does drink. He, he's always posting tequila videos. Oh, does it? 
Okay, okay. That's all he talks about. The Rock had 48 sushi rolls and a <laughs> bottle of tequila on Cheat Sunday. <laughs> he does it every, every, I think whatever day of the week it is, it's his, I think it's Sundays is his cheat day. Go on his Instagram. Okay. He eats, honestly, like, I want, I, I'm not exaggerating. I want to say 20 sushi rolls. And then it's and always, like, it's always like giant cookies. Yeah. And it's always, it's always like 10 cookies are as big as your head, a, a stack of pancakes, a bottle of tequila. Hey, the Rock loves pancakes. <laughs> we all know that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So you uh, like, some rock. people like vanilla ice cream, some people like chocolate ice cream, and everyone loves pancakes. And The Rock is a pancake. <laughs> oh, the rock. <laughs> that, that reminds me, I don't know why that reminds me of the greatest wrestling line ever from Velvenus. Let's say this leg is Christmas, and this leg is New Year's. Come visit the big Valboski in between the holidays. <laughs> that has to be the greatest wrestling I line ever. That's like the best era in wrestling history. It's like all that play. <laughs> Just racist, uh, awful, everything. Yeah. Tra- bark like a dog, Trish. Bark like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now you have these people conducting themselves like they're like, you know, great contributors to society. Yeah, they did some of the most vile things ever back in the in the late nineties. They like set culture back how many years? WWE did it. Just some of the most racist, sexist, everything. And that was the best time ever in wrestling. <laughs> so we're talking about assholes. I was driving, and there was a guy behind me with a, a handicap sticker. Like, you could see it in his in his window. And he was tailgating me the whole time. <laughs> Should, if, you, if you have a handicap sticker, aren't you not allowed to speed? <laughs> he was tailgating me the whole time, and I actually, because, because I saw the handicap sticker, because normally I tap on the brake when they do that. Do you guys do that? That little trick. I just oh, yeah. I re- that's actually like I realized that's like very dangerous. It is dangerous, but they shouldn't be tailgating you. I'll just tap on the yeah. brake and then they go. Arr! Yeah, because <laughs> you, you can really kill somebody. You can really kill somebody. But okay, so this guy because and I saw that I saw him and and, and the handicap sticker. So I actually got over to the other lane and then he stared <laughs> me. He stared me down as he drove past me. <laughs> like you're you're threatening me with your stare down. Like you're gonna kick my ass. You have a handicap sticker. I, mean, I don't know how tough but a guy. What if it wasn't? What if it wasn't a handicapped person? It was like their mom or something. It was like no, 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 no. This guy, this guy was old and looked like messed. Yeah. He probably doesn't care. He's probably one of those people. Yeah. I want to get to where I'm going to go. I actually started parking in handicapped spaces recently. Did you really? Sure. No, you didn't. No. No, I, I do once in a while. If, 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 it's, if it's a short, if it's a short, well, now not when I get out of the car, but if I'm like going to Starbucks or something. And, like, if I'm me and Rachel are going, then she's running into the rings. There's no spots. I will park at the handicapped spot for it'll be up to 15 minutes. Yeah. Just, no, no, no. Wow. Because, just because, you know, I think in some of these small lots, like, sometimes these city lots are very small, but there are only 10 spots and two handicapped spots. And I don't feel like two and 10 people will need those spots because every other spot is full except those two are always empty. So I'll use it for a temporary period. I don't think that's bad. I mean, I, I'm just being honest. 
<laughs> just being honest. You guys have done it, so you just don't want to admit it. No, no, I've never, I've never done it. You know what's funny? Kathy, Kathy told me actually that she did that, and she she was at uh, the post office, and she said that when she went inside, the the lady who was like limping out of her car, she's like, "You're a bitch." (laughs) Well, see, but I'm always in the car, so if I see a real handicapped person coming, I would move. Oh, never you, you, don't, you don't leave your car. You just park no, there while you're there. No, when I'm in the car, I'll, I'll park there. I don't leave the car in the handicap stuff, but if I'm in the car waiting, I will use that. I'll, I'll borrow Oh, if you're in the car, car waiting. Yeah, yeah, I'll borrow the spot. Oh, okay. So you're saying, like, you, Rachel will go inside and you'll wait in the handicaps. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's different. You no, know, she's shopping or something. I'll, I'll I still, I still don't do that, though, either. But I do. I do now. <laughs> Why? Because I do. Because you know what? Because there's no other spots. So what am I going to do? Go park three blocks away? I think I'm seeing a theme here on, on today's podcast. You were the one just talking about the the, the, the rough handicap person who was staring you down. I'm just saying I'll borrow their spot if they need it. I'll give it right back to them. That's all I'm saying. So has anyone ever come up and said, hey, can you get never, another? Never once. I've never once been asked to leave. I've never seen a person who needed the spot. And I don't have to park three blocks away. So it You're really works out <laughs> It really works out for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the spots are. You could use them if you're in your car, so long as there's nobody else who needs it. Yeah, that's exactly what's on the handicap side. You, you, you guys ever use the stall in the pump with the handicap sticker on it? Oh, I use that. That's only that's the only stall. Oh, I use. well, how is that different? Because <laughs> that's the only stall. There's enough room to spread out. How's that different? Oh, I, I exclusively so use the handicap stall. They come in. You're in there. You, you know, you're drawers are down you're... yeah but but you know what i feel like if they're oh, okay. it's a whole production for them to even get into the like get everything going in that stall uh, so yeah. for what i see so for them to get to the, like if i see sam if i'm in the handicap stall and i see wheels underneath the door you better believe <laughs> you better believe i'm getting up quick <laughs> What if you're just in, like, you're in the middle of... <laughs> I see wheels underneath that door. You're in the middle of a number two and you're struggling. Well, I'm parked there. I can move in 15 seconds. I could be well, out then of I'd spot. probably I'd probably put toilet paper into, like, as, as a barrier. <sighs> Push it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you just pretend like you're handicapped at that point. <laughs> How would I do that? I mean, at, at that point. At that yeah, point. Yeah, you look out of like, Larry, like Larry David. I have a yeah. stutter. stutter. I mean, at that point, just to stay safe, I have to pretend. <laughs> like, like you limp out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you don't embarrass yourself and them at that point. Like that. <laughs> just like the way I mean, the way the way I, when when I'm embarrassed to, to get a disgusting food order, I'll lie, say it's for my dad who who's not around, of course. <laughs> Um, but in the same way, you could adapt that way, right? Yeah, that's true. You start limping. Well, you hate your dad, so you could do that. You don't feel bad about it. Someone was telling me the other day, "Why don't you just call him?" And then you know, you know what popped in my head? Do you remember that time he took us to that chicken farm? Do you remember that, Sam? I do actually. I'm still traumatized by that. It, that, that had to have traumatized us because we went to a chicken farm. Yeah. He never took us anywhere. When he would take us out, he would have us sit in the back seat of the car. In in every picture, adventures in babysitting, <clears throat> all the neighborhoods, the horrible neighborhoods with like the smoke coming out of the uh, out of the yeah. sewer. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be like ten at night. We'd be we'd hide on the floor in the back seat, 
and he'd be gone for it seemed like an hour. Yeah, it was as soon as a long time. We'd be like three I mean, in the morning on a Friday night. We'd I don't think it was that late, but it was it, whatever it was. It just it was horrible neighborhoods. It was a real dream come true, but no. But anyway, so, so he took us. He took us to a chicken farm. Face, I want you to appreciate your dad. Okay, <laughs> everything your dad did because you hear these stories. I want you to your dad's name. Your dad's name. Your dad's name was Abe, right? No, my middle name is Abe. Oh, it was his middle name Abe too. Your name is no. Face Abe Levy. It's Dan. Yeah, is it really? I didn't. How did I not know? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Wait, 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 wait. Face, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, Daniel Abraham Levy. Face Abe Levy. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> Abraham Daniel Cannon. <laughs> I should, base, I should, I should add a middle name to my name. You should. And Daniel would be perfect. I'm Abraham Daniel, and this is Daniel Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll be awesome. I'm Abe Dan, and that's Dan Abe. Abe Dan and Dan Abe. <laughs> and together we are. Abe and Dan. Oh, so anyways, he took us to a chicken farm, and they're like, which chicken you like? <laughs> and they picked some guy who, who was that guy, Sam? He looked like. Do I hear the most, you know, do I, can I just tell you the most, the craziest thing right now? Yeah. That just literally, I, 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 I can't, I have not thought about this chicken farm thing in like probably 10, 15 years. Just this morning, somebody was telling me about going to a chicken farm and how Trump and I, they were. When their uncle started cutting the heads off a chicken, and I was, and I was, and I'm, that that like triggered my memory. And now you're talking about that's so bizarre that twice in the same day this chicken farm thing has come up. Wow, that is really weird. You know, it's weird. That's that's what happened to me a lot. That's proof that there is a Jesus space. <laughs> so, anyways, so the guys like which chicken you guys like, and the guy grabbed the chicken, cut the head off the chicken. And the chickens chase you. They they run around without a head. So so the chickens started running around with blood gushing out of its neck until it just fell down. And then he gave it, it to like terrible, that, that. That's that's where our dad took us for some Face, reason. It was awful. Why would you take your kids there? That is a weird. Well, some people just aren't meant to be parents. And let me let me just let me. Let, I hate my dad. You understand? Let me. Just, <laughs> let me. So so then then he he. It's, this is the last story about him. But he lived. I, I should thought of this right now. Um, I'm sure you remember this too, Sam. Because it's so weird how we would. Do you remember when we would not drink a can of Coke from this guy's house? Yeah. All right. So he takes us to this guy's house that I think he lived with or something, and. In the bathroom, there was a huge turd. It was like the guy. You remember in Half Baked, the guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy on the, the couch. couch. He was like that guy. Yeah, and and in the bathroom, there was like probably the biggest turd of all time. God. Yeah. So when we saw. I don't that, remember the. I don't remember the turd though. But. You don't. No, I'm sorry. I, I, oh, I, I really thought, don't remember. The, okay, because then no. he gave it. He gave. I us remember can- the guy. I I don't remember the turd though. Oh. I mean, Sam, how much did we used to love Pepsi and Coke back then? Yeah, but for instance, when we, people would play basketball, everyone else would get like uh, you know Gatorade or whatever, and Sam and I would get two liter bottles of RC and drink it. Oh this, my god! This is when we were playing basketball. We were very healthy. So we we used to, and this is when we were even younger. So we loved <laughs> we loved any and we wouldn't even. The guy gave us two cans of Coke and we didn't even drink them because that that's how disgusted we were by the guy in his house that a can oh that, that that a can could be contaminated. Face this guy was. 
Gentlemen, we have taken this conversation to a different place. (laughs) It's gone to a new dark place. (laughs) Because I hope you understand more about the holidays. It's all coming together. (laughs) What's that, that, Abraham Levy? (laughs) Why didn't you name DJ Daniel Abraham Levy? Well, because I named him Daniel Mark Levy. My dad's name. Oh, okay. Is your dad's middle name Daniel? Mark, Mark, was your dad's name Mark Abraham Levy? It was actually Mark Abraham Daniel Levy. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Three names. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Mark Daniel Abraham Sam Levy. <laughs> what, 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 if, what if there was some coincidence like that? Like someone had all of our names. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's Charles Sam Abe Dan Levy. <laughs> who was it? Pace, who was that blind guy that, that tied my tie for me at your wedding? My buddy Chris. He's blind, right? No, he wasn't blind. That's my buddy Dan. He, He's didn't, blind. didn't, didn't he tie my tie? <laughs> I think he did. How do you think somebody's blind if he's really not? No, he was. Someone was blind. No one, Bezos doesn't know anybody blind. He just said. Did he, he said he's not blind. He's a little weird. Said. Yeah, oh. A little weird doesn't mean visually impaired. I thought there was some blind guy at your wedding that tied my tie for me. No. Uh, maybe he just looked blind. Was he wearing an eye patch or something? <laughs> <laughs> he looked blind. <laughs> How do you look wearing blind? Wearing an eye patch. Is there, isn't there... Like, our grandpa had a glass eye, but he would just wear it, and it looked fine, I remember. Like, why don't people wear glass eyes anymore? Like, that guy that guy who was running... The, the, guy, the guy who Pete Holmes made, or the guy who... What's his name? Pete, Pete Davidson made fun of? The senator or whatever, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the eye patch. Yeah, like, he wore an eye patch. Is, like, why don't they wear glass eyes anymore? That's a good question, Abe, that I don't think Sam and I can answer for you right now. Yeah, I can't help you with that. I really apologize. I mean, were glass eyes, like, are they not hip anymore? I mean, I remember it looking, like, great. Were they were, were they hip back then? I swear, that I might, mean, I was a little kid, but his glass eye looked like a real eye. That might be the most Seinfeld Larry David thing you've ever asked. Well, you know, people wear glass eyes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's glass, so it's shiny. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Speaking of Larry David, I was at the uh, I went to an NBC Christmas party at Tau, which is like I don't know. It's the first club I've been to in a long time. Which, by the way, if you guys been to a club lately? No, no. It's all assholes like acting like they're having a good time, but they're not. Yeah, like taking a picture. So, so, not, so nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like Costanza because all I was doing the whole time was trying to eat everything. They did that 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 quote heavy plates, where they were. There's pressure on you only to take one then, which I don't like. Like, don't you want no. the food? Don't you want the food on a table, somewhere where you could take yeah. whatever you want? Yeah. I mean, they had really good sushi, and I can only take because, like, you know, there's pressure. There's all these people around. <clears throat> you could sometimes take two, but it's like you're embarrassed to do it. Yeah, no. I was at a uh, holiday party this week. <laughs> Where the food was literally masticholi hot dogs, literally Abe, literally oh, I hate hot that dogs, masticholi, and slices of pizza. Oh, and, the plate, and, and the plate and the plates they were giving out were the size of my palm. 
So what were they trying to sure, do? It was not a holiday party. So I had like seven of those plates as I was walking back to the table. <laughs> <clears throat> it wasn't my holiday party. Why? Why? If you're gonna have like, if you're gonna do these cheap, like a lot of a lot of companies, they feel like they're they not doing this. Yeah, because they, they they work out some it kind of really bad. They work out some kind of shitty trade deal with like a bowling alley or something. It's like, <laughs> like they'll give them like something for free and they get the party for free and it's always horrible. Oh, uh, here's uh, we have some fried uh, uh cheese 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 sticks. And uh, we're, no, some finger, we're, we're doing all finger foods. <laughs> we're doing uh, some uh, deep fried raviolis. Great, Ugh. but but I swear the, the walking around with plates that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Just just set the food down. Keep bringing it out and setting it down. <clears throat> it doesn't make any sense, and, and it, it, that's done purposely for slobs who want to eat more. Because it puts all that pressure. And that's why I said I was like Costanza. I was just following around all the plates. And you don't want to take too much from the same plate. So you have to go find the plates then. I'm on a hunt for plates. Whereas if it was just I on a table. Me, I for an editing strategy. Well, yeah, base. I mean, you do it all the time at Costco, don't you? Don't you, you hit every, every sample place? Not only do I do it at Costco, but there's a strategy to it. So go ahead. How, how, how does that work? Well, first of all, you have to figure out exactly who's giving out what kind of sample. So, oh, wait, so ready, wait, 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 who's ready wait. At what time. So you do a lap to find out what's what. I'll do a lap to see who's, who's, who's serving what, what time everything is ready. If there's like a family of six who you know those people are going to take like every sample, you got to get in front of those people. You got to map it out. So it's like golfing. You got to get in front of the slow group. You do. And sometimes you use your cart as a barricade. Like, you'll see people coming up and you'll put your cart just in front of them so that you know they won't take it first. <laughs> I feel like some, some people who are poor just dash giving their whole family to Costco for, like, to eat, like, samples. Uh, you'll fine. see them going around, like, multiple times taking... No, it is, it is fine. And it's fine. They can do that. I just want to make sure I get mine. You know what we should do, oh, no, guys? Saying, but you feel like, I mean, I feel like that's happening, don't you? Like, people who are there... Of course it is. But, ha- but half the, that's half the appeal. You come in there for a couple of samples and you're like, oh, shit. They have a oh, TV for $200. Have you ever gone in Costco? Like, do you ever go in there, like, to make the samples your meal? Or something? I'm gonna go yeah, it's, never, it's never intentional. It's always like, okay, I'm um, a couple of people at Costco. But I might well, yeah, but if you're in there, they have a lot of samples. No, no, but I, but I do make sure it's like, okay, I'm going to go around one when I know I'm hungry. <clears throat> well, for instance, Whole Foods had this, this cheese that was like, for like one ounce, was like $7. But they had it look like a fish tank full of little balls of it, right? Squares and balls. Yeah. So I could either eat a ton of the samples or buy this, like, $8 for an ounce of that cheese. So what am I going to do? Of course I'm just going to stand there and eat it. So I kept just walking back to it and grabbing more. I mean... See, that's an interesting thing because whenever I see a sample like that, I don't do it because I'm always like, I don't know whose hands have been on there. I'm not going to do that. But if there's a lady with like a little oven cooking it all up, I'm planted. Oh, Dan, you're back. Uh, and then you always, then you always lie. Oh, <laughs> oh no. where, some, some, what? Some people, some, where, some where people. can I grab these if I want to buy them? Yeah. No. The, oh, so they're only ten ninety nine. That is a good price. Let me try one more. <laughs> you, ever, you ever take a box and you have no intention of buying it? You take the box and there, you just like next hour you just drop it off. That's what I do. Because if you take one, then you have the liberty to eat more samples. 
Yep. You're like, ooh, you know what? I am going to buy a box of this. You don't mind if I have one more, do you? Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think all the boxes that are picked up are probably all like left and straight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No one's buying so, like, no. All of a sudden, you'll see, you see a frozen box of egg rolls like, mixed in with the coffee. I feel like those frozen foods do 95% of the time you buy them and it doesn't live up to your expectations. It doesn't look half as good as looks on the picture. So it's like, you just buy it, so it's like, it's confirmed that it's not good. You mean you taste it to confirm it's not good, so you're never going to. No, then you're like. I don't think you ever buy it twice. If you buy them, it's going to be stock. And then you go home and you're like, if you bought it from Costco, you're like, uh, this doesn't even fit in the freezer. What was I thinking? Yeah, so that's it. And then when you eat it, you only eat it out of desperation because it's like there's nothing else to eat and you're like, oh, God. I have, yeah, those, you're like, I have those fish, those fish nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> See, my problem is that I do buy that shit. Like, I'll, I'll feel bad, and that's one of my problems. Like you said, Sam, earlier in the podcast about how my wife, my wife does that too. How you'll just you, walk you feel, away from the conversation. Bad. Yeah, my wife will listen to the whole spiel. She'll sit there and get into it, and I'll be like, "Oh, hey, babe, don't you uh, don't you want to grab those gummy bears over there? Let's go over there." And she's like, "Well, I'm listening to this part, so like." You're not listening. <laughs> you know what we should do? You need me to take you out of there. You know what we should do, guys? We should all chip in and once a month buy 10 homeless guys a Costco card just so they go in there and eat samples all day. Well, that would have looked weird. If they no, because you can't, you can't. Hey, if they have a Costco card, you can't kick them out. I don't think they're going to take them out. Nine hours sampling. And the worst if case. You got, if, 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 you got, if you got all Skid Row lined up behind the freaking weenie, right? <laughs> like, uh, what's happening here? And the worst case scenario is that they'll be like, you know what, guys? You're not allowed in here, but we'll refund your card. The worst case scenario is they'll get the $30 for the card or whatever. What does it cost, base? Well, $30 for the year or $100 for the year. Pretty cheap. 50 bucks or something. That's pretty cheap. I need to get a Costco. Base, can't you bring in guests? I can Costco. You go with me. Oh, just give me Rachel. one of your cards, Sam. Well, no, we have two. Me and Rachel. I don't have. I don't have ten cards. Oh, they don't give you a third one. No, a third. <laughs> How about a fourth? <laughs> <laughs> Costco, let me know. Go with me. Wait. So you? What do you get? One for your wife only? Is that how it works? I don't know how. Hey, I've never signed up. I don't know how it works. I mean, call Costco if you have all these, like, <laughs> No, because what if I, I want to... I mean, you, you, know, you can't get, like, 19 cars for a $50 membership. It's not... I'm, on, I'm, actually on, I'm actually on my brother's membership, but he had a card made for me because his wife doesn't go, but I do, so he has the executive membership. Ooh, we have to get, like, yeah, money back. Yeah, so between he and I, it, it pays for his card. That's what I'm 100 bucks, right? Oh, you get... Yeah, oh, so he gets money back because of you, base. No, well, he, he actually does more than that, but everything that he and I spend, he gets money back on. So. Yeah. Oh, so it works out nice. Not very much. Well, my, you, brother goes one, my brother goes every Sunday and like, goes like 200 bucks. So you're, so you're telling me if I went into Costco, loaded up a cart full of shit, and went to pay for it, and I didn't have a card, they wouldn't, they wouldn't sell it to me? Yep. Yeah. They're, they're actually going to put it all back? Yep. Yep. I want to try that. And they're, no, they're going to they're tell you, we'll, we'll keep it on the side for you, but go talk to our membership services over there and they get a yeah, real fast. I'll be like, oh, you need a card here? I didn't know that. Well, well you can look at a card right there. You, if, you, if you were able to sneak past the, um, the um, door uh, Nazis or whatever they are. Oh, they check you at the door? Yeah, you yeah. have to show me your card. God. But if you bring a guest, you'll say, oh, this is my guest? No, you don't have to bring a guest. You just show them the card and you 
walking. This is this is my guest. No, but if I base if I go with you, <laughs> you said you could bring a guest. It's right? like the same people who are like door greeters at Walmart. It's usually like you know, like old retirees. Can't like, you just can't you just flash like a library card or something? Well, the way it's still on here. No, they know what they know what the word Costco looks like. Oh, we can try it. I mean, can they're I, not always like paying close attention. Can I just print out a Costco card from online and like glue it to a library card and oh, just yeah. flash it? Can I just always say I'm you, Sam, and then have them look up by your name and then show me my license and it'll say Abe sure, anyway? Try it. I'll think my, my middle name's Abe. Try it. <laughs> Hope it goes over as well as you stole my license. And <laughs> That's funny. I, I used Sam's license one time to try to get into a bar and it was, what was it, like a week before I turned 21? Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> And then they took it away from him, from me. <laughs> but I pleaded with them; and they actually gave it back to me. That was oh, they did. Yeah. What did you say? I stole it or something? Oh yeah, because you're like, tell him I stole it. I, I'm like, my brother stole it. It was terrible. And I, the Bob FD, I could show you by the end. They're like, first they were resistant, then they're like, uh, call back in the morning, talk to the manager, thank you, I'll come and take it. So, which was that was super nice because they didn't have to do that. Yeah. Thank you for. Uh, I don't even know why I needed it so bad. Like, like back when, uh, remember that college class I took, Sam, where you did every, every assignment for me? It was an online yeah. class. And then I left I left directions like in The Karate Kid where he's like, yeah. paint the house. Yeah. Left, right, left. And I'm like, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was some kind of a uh, Microsoft Office or something. Yeah. It, was, it was some kind of computer class you had to take. And it was all online. And Sam did every assignment for me. And I got the point where it, he became reliant on it. So he would just like, I would just take it home one day, and they're just your instructions. <laughs> I'm like, you know, like, today you need to go to this site and download this, and I need 19. Wait, how do you expect me to do assignment number? Wait, Sam, if I never learned how to do assignments one through nine, how do you expect me to figure out how to do assignment 10? That was, that was, that was terrible. That was humiliating. <laughs> You're out partying right away, and I'm doing your shitty homework. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was the worst and you left the instructions on paper. You didn't even bother to ask me. I just I, I, no I, doubt I, was I just I just told my grandma, hey, make sure Sam has to do one more assignment. Like a small diagram like <laughs> <laughs> Picture of a guy with a pen. Yeah. <laughs> God. Terrible. And I, I made you do it the night before it was due. Yeah. But it's all. <laughs> Luckily, you did it. I'm surprised you did it. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know why I did it. You leave a note. By the way, this has to be done or I'll fail the class. Even though you not out. Well, you know what happened? So I, I went to Columbia College, right? And when, one semester, I took one class at Columbia, and I took a bunch of gen eds at, at the community college here. So I didn't care about any of those classes. Like, I took a class where um, my friend and I... He was a great student. <laughs> well, my friend and I, we went to the class, and there was some uh, some book you had to read that they said was like eighty percent of your grade. You had to do a book report, and I just stole the whole book report offline. But she said thirty percent of the grade was a discussion, 
and we both lied and said like we had the flu or something. The day, the day of the discussion, and we both used the same stolen uh, report that was online. <laughs> I don't think you could do that anymore. I think it's harder. Yeah. Base, I'm sure you've used stuff online, right? Back in the day. Oh, of course. <laughs> Are you kidding? There was a guy in a class that I was paying 50 bucks to write my papers for in Columbia. At Columbia? <laughs> He's like, I'm right. Well, you got to get to Columbia and you still couldn't do your own homework. It's like <laughs> We were doing more constructive things like getting into radio. Oh. Yeah, how did that work? Which, not very good. <laughs> Base, where do you even get $50 a paper from? How did you have that kind of loot bag then? I found it. <laughs> I don't know where I got it from. Listen, and, 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 and back then, it wasn't even typed, wasn't it handwritten? No, it was typed. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not 70 years old. Come on. Gabe, <laughs> hey, what, what time machine did you use to go back to the Handwritten. <laughs> it was all in cursive. God, that must have been awful to read papers in shitty cursive if you're a teacher. No. God. Thank God for typewriters and computers. Anyways, we will uh, wrap it up on that, gentlemen. And by the way, people were actually blaming you guys for us not being on. Because remember I said last week, let's make a commitment to be on every you week. blame me. I don't care. No, no, no. But, but, but what? No. Oh. It was actually my fault this week. Oh. That I don't remember you even asked. I, I didn't because I was busy. So I, I didn't even... Hit, so every, I even told them, like, oh, it's my fault. So they're, they're like, I thought you Please, guys. I don't care, honestly. I won't. They blame me, and I won't even. Yeah. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll blame I'll Sam's made it very clear that he doesn't care about anything. Nope. I want to see, see one of these conversations that you just walk out of. Sure. <laughs> get right on that. <laughs> All right. We will talk to you next week. Thank you, Abe. For all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.